Prince Charles has called for global leaders to put themselves on warlike footing, forming a military-style campaign to combat climate change. If this were to occur, it might give the UN real teeth to enforce their agenda. That's starting to sound a lot like the coming world government. So it got us thinking, is Prince Charles the Antichrist? Let's talk about it. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. I'm so excited that you have joined us today. We're talking about a very hot topic. It's about the Antichrist and who it might be specifically. After last week's news about Prince Charles, uh, it's kind of resurfaced this conversation of, is Prince Charles the Antichrist? And so, Doug, this was a thing like, how many years ago was Prince Charles like many people's target Antichrist? Was it... It was back in the 90s, I think. Okay, it's been a while. Yeah, the book was actually written back in the 90s, I think. Um, How old would he have been then? He was a young man then. Yeah. He he was pretty young back in 98. Um, He's a little bit older now, as you can tell when you see videos of him. His hair is completely gray. He's got two grown boys that are uh, Prince people as well prince people okay <laughs> i didn't know how to say that and i was gonna say princess but that sounds like they're princesses yeah well. uh, anyway but yes i mean he there was a book written um called the antichrist and a spot of tea and uh the the gentleman that wrote that book he had uh some pretty interesting things to say about it and and gave his explanation of why he believed that. So, so it's called the Antichrist and the Spot of and, Tea. And a Spot of Tea. The mm-hmm. Antichrist and a Spot of Tea. You know how the British people say, would you like a spot of tea? Doug, that might be racist to talk about. No, that that's, way, a, that's what they say. I've seen it before. Okay. Would you like a spot of tea and some crumpets? Okay. All right. <laughs> anyway, that's the best I can do. That's not too bad for a guy from Texas, was it? That kind of sounded No, like, not bad. Might have sounded more Australian. Not bad to me, but I, don't I, know. I doubt that Prince Charles would think it was very funny. I think he would enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> well, let's get everybody up to speed on why this is even a hot topic right now. Uh, last week, uh, what's that conference called that they were all at? I, it's totally left me at this point. Uh, yeah, it was a UN forum. Uh, it was part of the UN, but they are the uh, man. You see, you you said that, and then I it left my mind too. So well, you can search it and find it. But yeah. uh, Prince Charles at this said that climate change was rapidly becoming a comprehensive catastrophe mm-hmm. that will dwarf the impact of the coronavirus pandemic. Yes. So the coronavirus pandemic has been a pretty big deal to. The media and many other people, of course, it's it's caused everyone in the world to change in some, basically everyone in the world to change in some degree or another. Right. So it's kind of a big deal. It's a huge deal. And he's making the proclamation that climate change is rapidly becoming the comprehensive uh, catastrophe that will dwarf the yeah. impact. And if you remember, we did a, um, a Veritas report 
where they talked to the CNN reporter. Remember, he, he told us that the next emergency that they would be broadcasting and pushing their agenda would be climate change. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that we have Prince Charles saying that this is going to uh, it's going to be something that's going to dwarf COVID pandemic. So that's weird. Yeah. Um, he said climate change poses such a severe threat that the world's only option, we've got one option for the world about climate change, it's to adopt a military-style response mm-hmm. reminiscent of the U.S. Marshall Plan to rebuild post-war Europe. Yeah. A longtime advocate for nature, the British royal said climate change was rapidly becoming a comprehensive ca- uh, catastrophe, as stated. It's going to dwarf the coronavirus pandemic. And he quotes and says, At this late stage, I can see no other way forward but to call for a Marshall-like plan for nature, people, and planet. We must now put ourselves on a warlike footing, approaching our action from the perspective of a military-style campaign. Now, we better better make this clear right out of the gate. Are we proclaiming that Prince Charles is the Antichrist? No, we're not. No, very clearly, we're not coming on here and saying Prince Charles is the Antichrist. Right. We're posing the question that's been asked to us. Is Prince Charles the Antichrist? Yeah. So let's look at the prophecies. Let's look at Prince Charles. Yeah. And let's see what the answer could be. So like we said before, this has been something that's been ongoing for a long time. There was a gentleman, his name is Tim Cohen. He wrote this book, The Antichrist and the Spot of Tea. And he presented this it's a fascinating saga about the British monarchy and how they have tried for centuries to establish a world government, like a new world order. And he also gives his evidence that he believes, he talks about their, uh, their shield. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's called right now. I can't even think of what it's called anymore. But each, each family has a family crest, and he talks about Prince Charles's family crest. He breaks down the beast on the family crest, and he refers to Revelation chapter 13 as he breaks down those beasts and talks about it. He also talks about history and some of the things that the royals have been involved in and some of the things that they proclaim. I mean, they actually proclaim that they're from the bloodline of Christ. And so uh, just some, some interesting points that he put out back in the 90s. And uh, when Pastor Baxter was alive, he talked about this book many different times because he got that question too. Different things would come up and people would ask him the same question. Is Prince Charles the Antichrist? And of course, we don't know who the Antichrist is yet. Could Prince Charles be the Antichrist? He could be one of the people that could be uh, somebody that we would look at. So you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. He (laughs) could be, but we don't know that. Now we have a web page uh, specifically designed to help us discover who the Antichrist is. It's endtime.com, E-N-D-T-I-M-E dot com slash Antichrist. It's one word, Antichrist. So endtime.com slash Antichrist. On there you'll find 50 characteristics of the Antichrist. You can check that out later. Also, many of you are wanting to know, what about Emmanuel Macron? Well, Doug and I did a show back in July, Is Emmanuel Macron the Antichrist? And so if you're interested in learning more about the biblical perspective of Emmanuel Macron and how he could or could not be the Antichrist, you can go to Into the Age Plus at watch.endtime.com and search Emmanuel Macron, and you'll see multiple options, including the show that we did there, and, and we break down 
who Emmanuel Macron is and who the Antichrist is and do they match and what are the possibilities. And we're going to do the same today for Prince Charles. So yeah. it ought to be a well, good show. I, I think it will be, and I hope everybody enjoys it. Uh, but, you know, I mean, like we said, we're going to break it down through Scripture. So we're going to look at Scripture that can explain to us what to be looking for when the Antichrist comes on the scene. So, All right. Don't forget, you can go to endtime.com slash Antichrist. We'll also be taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Uh, do you think Prince Charles is the Antichrist? If not, who, who would you recommend? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'll talk to you soon. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Welcome back to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Is Prince Charles the Antichrist? That's what we're talking about today. We'd love to hear your thoughts. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME. 877-363-8463. We've also prepared a page on our website, uh, 50 Prophecies About the Antichrist. You can go there and read references from the Bible to see uh, characteristics of what the Antichrist will be like. That's uh, The website to go to is endtime.com slash antichrist. So be sure to check that out. Um, we were talking about the Antichrist and a spot of tea mm-hmm. before the break, a book from 1998. And then we want to go into really, like, the people always ask us, but is Antichrist in the Bible, right? That's one thing that comes up all the time. Right. It's like you're looking for the wrong thing. Yeah. It's not the Antichrist. It's somebody else because Antichrist is not in the Bible. Well, we get all kinds of questions like, why can't the Antichrist be a system? Like, 
you know, the beast is a system. A lot of people believe that it's a computer system that's in Belgium and that, that they call it the beast. And they think, well, why, why is this not what the Bible's talking about? But the Bible specifically calls him a man. The Bible says he in many places. So, you know, we, we get the question, uh, could it be a female? But the Bible says he in many places. The Bible says that it's a man. The Bible says he makes war against the saints. So it gives us a lot of clues. But one of the things that we're asked all the time, like you said, is, is Antichrist even in the Bible? Is the word Antichrist even in there? Well, the, the word Antichrist is in there. And so we, we've got a few scriptures. Um, do you want to read those? Sure, we'll start with 1 John chapter 2, start with verse 18. Little children, it is the last time, and as ye have heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. Yeah, so here John is saying that there is an Antichrist coming, a singular there, he says, ye have heard that Antichrist shall come. Talking about something in the future. So we know that this is what we're talking about when we talk about this man of sin, son of perdition, those things. But it says that there, right now, when John was writing this, even there are Antichrist there. So people who are Antichrist. Other scripture goes on to break it down and give us more information. So we've got some more there. Just a few verses later in verse 22. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? Jesus is the Messiah. He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Yeah, and so it tells us right there that anybody that denies Jesus Christ is is the Christ. Jesus is the Christ. In this case, it's not a specific person they're referencing. It's who is denying that Jesus is the Messiah. Right. Anybody that denies that is Antichrist. So it lets us know that. That seems obvious, by the way. Yeah. If they're anti-Jesus being the Messiah, yeah, they would be anti... Anti means against, right? So there you go. A few chapters later, 1 John 4, verse 3, And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God, and that is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. So that spirit of the Antichrist is already in the world. Right. Many, many thousands of years ago, several right. thousands of years ago. At the time John was writing this, yes. the spirit of the Antichrist was there. But we also see it very much now. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things now you see. That's the spirit of Antichrist. Uh, Hitler was a spirit of the Antichrist as he was trying to annihilate the Jewish people. There are other leaders who have that spirit of Antichrist on them as well. Like it said before, anybody that denieth that Jesus is the Christ, Jesus is the Messiah, they're Antichrist. All right. And then Second John chapter 1, verse 7 says, For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, this is a deceiver and an antichrist. Yeah. But this doesn't tell us that there's a singular male antichrist right. coming to the world to proclaim that they are the Messiah and run a system like the world government. Right. It says in that first scripture we read that there is a future antichrist. That antichrist and shall come. It shall come. Yeah. So other scripture gives us 
an example of who that is and what that is. So Daniel 7, it tells us about four beasts there. Okay? okay, So this is where we get a lot of our information is in Daniel 7. And like Pastor Baxter always said, if you don't understand Daniel, you're not going to understand Revelation. Because the two of these books go hand in hand there. They explain the same information. So Daniel 7 tells us about four beasts that are on the earth at the time Jesus comes. Uh, when he's going to establish his kingdom, we've got the lion in verse 4 that has the wings of the eagle and Daniel watches till the wings are plucked off. We've got uh, the bear, which we believe represents uh, Russia. We had the four-headed leopard and a fourth beast that was like no other. It had great iron teeth and ten horns. And this fourth beast is the one that the little horn or the Antichrist will rise up out of. And as we go on, you'll understand why we say this is the Antichrist, right? So uh, the first one, a lion that hated eagle's wings, we believe is Great Britain. The second, the bear, we believe that's Russia. The four-headed leopard, we believe it's Germany. And the four heads are the four times that it's risen to power. And then this fourth beast was one that Daniel couldn't explain and so Daniel 7 tells us more information about him. All right, let's take a look at that. But before we do, I want to tell you that Dave and Jana, Doug and his wife Tina, and Judy will all be in Westlaco, Texas this weekend. So, Doug, I, I have never been to Westlaco. I know it's south. Mm-hmm. I believe, it is it a border town? It's really close to the border, yes. Which, which part? It is close to Las Flores. Okay. Which is not widely known. It's you in between. Are just re- demonstrating your diversity today. <laughs> I am. Las Flores is how you say it. Uh, so you've got Brownsville is is on one end. That's where uh, Matamoros is, and then you've got Las Flores is where Westlaco is. Okay, that's the border town close to Westlaco. And um, I thought it was Westlaco. No, it's West Lico. Okay, got it. So anyway, we'll be at that you church. You should probably announce this. <laughs> it's a wonderful church. It's got some great folks there, and we always enjoy when we go down there. So We've been there several times, and yes, you guys love it when you go there. Um, but anyway, it's this Saturday at 6 p.m. Dave will be talking about the future. And then on Sunday at 10 a.m., he's going to be talking about breaking prophetic fulfillments uh, with a special Q&A session to follow. So uh, it's really going to be a treat if you can make it to Westlaco this weekend because not only are you going to get to meet Dave and Jana, you also get to meet Doug and his wife, and you also get to see Judy there. And so uh, it's always special when Judy comes, and then when Doug and Tina decide to go, it's even more special. So uh, it's going to be a great weekend for those of you in the Westlaco area. If you're not from Westlaco, make plans to go down there. It'll be a great time. And uh, Saturday night at 6 p.m., Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we do doing two sessions there. So you can learn more about the specific venue, where it's at, at endtime.com slash events. If you don't like computers, you can give us a call at 800-END-TIME. We'll be glad to help you out over the phone to find the location. Also, uh, before we get into these scriptures, I do want to remind you that if you're on Facebook, it helps us out a lot when you share this video, when you hit the heart icon. Uh, we break through the algorithms of Facebook, and um, even though it doesn't do the best possible thing that we would hope for, it does get to your friends and family and helps solidify what we're doing here. We have hundreds of thousands of people that follow us online, uh, on social media specifically. Only a few hundred of you get notified when we go live. So when you that do get notified and are watching, share this video and hit the heart icon, it helps us reach more people. And so 
That's our goal is to be able to share this message with everybody that we possibly can. And we, it's one of the ways that we're able to do that is when you're on social media and you share our content. So please do that. All right, let's take a look at Daniel 7. It's the fourth beast. You just said John didn't really know how to describe this. Excuse me, Daniel didn't know how to describe this. And so Daniel chapter 7, verse 19, Then I would know the truth of the fourth beast, which was diverse from all the others. So it's diverse. You talked about the lion, the bear, multiple other. It's diverse from that. Mm -hmm. It's exceedingly dreadful. It's way worse than those. Dreadful is not a good thing. Right. It's worse than all that other stuff. Scary. Whose teeth were of iron. Those are some rough teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his nails of brass, which devoured, break in pieces, and stamped the residue with his feet. Mm-hmm. And of the ten horns that were in his head, and of the other which came up, and before whom three fell, even of that horn that had eyes, and a mouth that spake very great things whose look was more stout than his fellows. Any comments thus far? Well, you know, we got that question one time about the stout. And Emmanuel Macron, when we were talking about him, everybody said, well, he's not very stout. Well, that word stout just means strong. It doesn't necessarily mean that in stature he's big compared to everybody else. Well, every preacher I've ever heard said it's stout like he's going to be a linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Sure. Well... That's not necessarily what it says when you look at the word in Strong's. It, okay. it says that he will be he will be a strong person, and he'll have that kind of uh, strong presence. Okay, so not necessarily physically right. stout. Right. All right. What about all that other stuff? There's some iron teeth. There's some brass. Yeah. So iron teeth. We don't know exactly what that means, but when we talk about giving the I, UN I know military, what it means. well, yeah, I the mean, bite hurts. Yes, it does, <laughs> and leaves a mark. But you know, when you think about that, and one of the things that I think about whenever I think about the iron teeth is, I always hear people like the Pope has said in the past, it, "We need to give our global governance real teeth," and. A military behind the world government would give them that teeth that they're talking about. And so when I read those kind of scriptures about this fourth beast, it makes me think every time I hear somebody mention they need military power that gives them real teeth, I'm like, well, this is exactly what Daniel's seeing in this vision. So it's interesting that Prince Charles would say something like that about the world government and being able to enforce these uh, global warming you know, laws on people. So Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, verse 21 says, And I beheld, and the same horn. Now that's talking about what we just read of, right? That horn is this. Right. Well, there's actually a little horn that comes up out of those ten. Okay, so... We haven't read about that. No, we, we actually skipped over that okay. scripture. That, we should have read that first probably. But anyway, we can move on because it talks about that and we'll get... We'll talk about it more in a minute. Well, the same horn either way. Right. You're saying the same horn is talking about the Antichrist. Right. So the, the Antichrist mm-hmm. made war with the saints. Yeah. And prevailed against them. Right. So he won until, oh, I like that, mm-hmm. until the Ancient of Days came. What's that mean? Well, who's the Ancient of Days? That's a weird term that you don't hear about anymore. Right. The Ancient of Days is, is the Lord God. Do we want to get into how we know that or just say, trust us and you can look it up? No, I mean, we can talk about that, but it, we'll talk about it here in a second. So. Okay. 
And judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. And the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise, and another shall rise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. Yeah, so it tells us right there, that gives us the answer of the horns. The horns are ten kings, and there's going to be another king that rises up among them, and he's going to uh, defeat three kings or subdue three kings. We don't know exactly what's going to take place there. We just know that he will probably, it looks like, remove three kings or come over three kingdoms that were once separated from him. We don't know exactly what it means. It just tells us this in the scripture. But it lets us know that the ten horns are ten kings. So um, Daniel 2 gives us more information about these ten kings because it puts it in another perspective. Okay. Uh, so you remember what happened in Daniel 2. King Nebuchadnezzar had had a dream. He called together his sorcerers and his uh, soothsayers and he would not tell them what the dream was. He said, you tell me what I dreamed. And they couldn't do it. So he was going to kill all his people that prophesied. And then they remembered about Daniel. And Daniel came to him and talked to him and said that the Lord would give him the answer. And so Daniel comes back with the answer. Uh, and, and that's found in Daniel 2. Do you want to read that right now or do you want to go somewhere else? What do you No, want to this do? is good. We'll okay. start with verse 30. But as for me, this secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living but for their sakes, <coughs> excuse me, but for their sakes that shall make known the interpretation to the king, and that thou mightest know the thoughts of thy heart. Thou, O king, sawest, and behold, a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. This image, image's head was of the fine gold, his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass his legs of iron, his feet part of the iron and part of clay. Thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay and brake them to pieces. Okay, so, so Daniel tells him what he saw. That's the vision of what he saw. I'm going to explain something here just so you understand before we move on to the next scripture. You've got like 30 seconds for the break. Okay, the king was the head, okay, King and Babylon was the head of gold. The other elements would be the other kingdoms that were inferior to his. The breast and arms of silver was medial Persia. The belly and thighs of brass was Greece. And the legs of iron was the Roman Empire. And then it moves into the feet of iron mingled with clay. That's the Holy Roman Empire. And we'll talk about it more when we come back. All right. And we will be taking your call. So if you'd like to join us, call 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. 
It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We will be getting into your calls. We're going to just kind of clarify the Holy Roman Empire before we get to the phones. Uh, before we do that, though, I want to remind you that uh, Dave and Jana, Doug and Tina, and Judy will all be in Westlaco, Texas this weekend. So Saturday at 6 p.m., Dave's going to be talking about the future. And then on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., he'll be talking about breaking prophetic fulfillments. Come on out. We'd love to have you. Get to meet um, you know, a lot of the crew that you, know, you and Dave and Tina and Jana and Judy um, you don't always get to see everybody all in one place like that. So it's a special uh, conference for sure. Um, but make plans to join us in West Lacoste. Uh, it's it's uh, close to the border in Texas. You can learn more about the venue at endtime.com slash events or give us a call at 800 Endtime. We'd be glad to help you out. I also want to remind you that we have a webpage that shares uh, 50 prophecies, uh, characteristics, according to the Bible, um, about the Antichrist, and you can learn more about that at endtime.com slash Antichrist. There's also a few links there to some videos, one that Irvin did, uh, actually two that Irvin did. Uh, one is part of Revelation, his, his last uh, series, and then there's also one that Dave did about uh, the entrance ramp for the Antichrist. So definitely go to endtime.com slash Antichrist to learn more than what we could possibly cover in um, less than an hour here with you today. So, Doug, Holy Roman Empire, there's this big statue that's prophesied in Daniel 2. Yeah. It gets kind of confusing. You were explaining what that was uh, before the break. And so let's wrap that up so we can get to the calls. So in uh, 197 B.C., the Romans defeated the Grecians, and they ruled until 284 A.D. Okay, so there, from there, uh, the Roman element <laughs> arose again under Charlemagne in 800 A.D., Pope Leo III crowned him the emperor of the Holy Roman Empire. So the Roman Empire became the Holy Roman Empire, and it was then ruled uh, with a political figure who was uh, the, the political ruler and then the religious leader who was the pope, uh, and that became the uh, Holy Roman Empire. Now, the ten toes on the feet 
represent the same thing as the ten horns that we talked about in Daniel 7. And the proof of this is to let us know that when you read in Daniel 7, it tells us that Daniel watched until the Ancient of Days did set and he defeated that Antichrist and his world government. And this scripture tells us that these ten toes, uh, they, that when the uh, stone smashed into the statue, uh, that it broke it to pieces. And that is the proof that Jesus is the stone that smashes, smashes the statue and brings it down. Uh, Daniel chapter 2, starting in verse 40, lets us have that information. It gives us all the information about what happens when Christ comes and establishes his kingdom. Do you want to read that or you want me to read that? I can read it. That's fine. Okay. Um, starting in verse 40, And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all these shall it break in pieces and bruise. And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes... Part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in it of the strength of the iron. For as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, and as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with the miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Sounds like a great reset. <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? It does. And when Jesus comes back and he establishes his kingdom, he'll destroy all those kingdoms and they'll be put under his feet, just like <coughs> Scripture tells us that the enemies shall be like a stool for his feet. Uh, So we can understand that the Antichrist will come out of this revived Holy Roman Empire because Daniel 7 tells us this little horn rises up against these uh, ten horns or within these ten horns. And uh, this Holy Roman Empire being revived was actually already revived, Vince, back when the European Union was formed, back in November 3rd of 2009. And so... uh, There you have it. That's how we understand where the Antichrist will come from. He'll come from a reborn Holy Roman Empire. And we go into greater detail about all this stuff in our um, lesson, The Antichrist and the False Prophet, which is linked at endtime.com slash Antichrist. um, And, of course, on End of the Age Plus, there's tons of videos. If you just search Antichrist, um, world government, things like that, you'll get hours and hours of content that help explain this in greater detail. Yeah. than what we've really done here today. Yeah. So, to the phones? Yeah, let's go ahead and take some calls. we got a full bank of calls. So. We sure do. <laughs> let's go to Peter in Texas. Peter, welcome to End of the Age. Yeah, yeah i got a good show going today, recalling all this stuff to us. I, I'm going to give you my candidate for uh, Antichrist, and you know, we're talking about who you think it might be. And top of my list still is Barack, abomination to God, Obama. Because I think God gave Obama the actual last name of Obama so we would have some clue when he came on the scene of what he represents and what he is. And ever since Obama was six years old, living with his grandmother in Hawaii, his 40-year-old uncle, who was a homosexual, came to live with little six-year-old Obama when he trotted in the door. And he up until 18, Obama was living with his grandmother, his 40-year-old 
well, then 40-year-old uncle. And, so, uh, Peter, you're saying you don't think it's Prince Charles. He it sounds like you're pretty sold on Obama. I, up to this point in time, I really am. I see several attributes that the Bible lists about him that he fits. Being homosexual is one of them, because it says the Antichrist will not, per, will not prefer the company of women. He'll prefer the company of men is the other side of that statement. All right, well, we'll have to, maybe we'll have to do a show, is is, uh, Barack Obama the Antichrist? But we'll add that to the list, Peter. Thank you for your call. Let's get to the next call here. Uh, Tammy in Mississippi, welcome to End of the Age. Hi, guys. Um, I I have a couple of them. I'm just going to throw them out there. I want to see your input on it, and I'll go back and look at it after tonight because I want to see the look on your face from my iPad when I throw these out there. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I'm just curious to hear your feedback. You know, I know you say, and, and, and true, if I didn't know any better and they weren't coming from, you know, if they were coming from somewhere else, I would say, oh, my gosh, it's got to be Joe Biden. But anyway, I kind of agree with um, him about Obama. I can very well see. But I used to think, because I used to hear rumors, and I can't remember his name, um, Donald Trump's daughter's husband. Jared Kushner? Yes, because there were rumors here a while back, and I used to read some articles about how he was more concerned about peace and having control more than the rest of us, you know, and I thought, well, I could very well see that, Um, but I could see where it could be Prince Charles as well. Um, I used to think, oh, it's got to be Elon Musk, you know, (laughs) but but it's just I, I... kind of wanted to just throw those out there and just see what you all thought. I mean, I, I'm just, at this point, it's kind of hard to say. And like you said, too, it, you know, it's just one of those things you're going to have to wait and see and see how the Bible prophecies unfold before us. And, you know, I I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> well, Tammy, I hate to uh, spoil this for you, but when you go back and watch us, you'll see that we were pretty expressionless <laughs> when you said those names. Oh, Although the Joe Biden one got me, uh, you know, a little shocked. Doug, I think this is a um, testament to some of the scriptures that we've read about the spirit of Antichrist right. and, yeah. and how, you know, sure there you can see elements of Antichrist in so many different people, and and it can get confusing. Exactly. So I kind of want to give you a test, okay? So like, Uh-oh. is Prince Charles? The Antichrist. We don't know. We don't know. know. Is Barack Obama the Antichrist? We We don't know. know. We don't know. One thing that I know about Barack Obama, because here's the deal with Obama, okay? So people say he's not really from the United States. I don't know if that's true or not. But the thing is, is at this point, it it would be widely accepted that he is. Right. That's what I believe that he's. Many many people that follow us may not agree with right. that but overall in the world it's widely accepted yeah. that we've seen a birth certificate that some would say is fake we're not yeah. going to go down that aisle again right. we're talking about the president from right. several years ago but 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 now i mean knowing that it, since you said you would you would say that he's from the united states is obama the no, antichrist he, he can't be if he's from the united states what did we we just right. looked in scripture and we saw exactly. that he's going to come among these 10 horns and these 10 horns are the same as the 10 toes 
They come out of the iron mingled with clay, which is that Holy Roman element. Another thing I want to clarify real quick, because there was a statement made a while ago that he was going to be homosexual. That's not necessarily what the scripture says. Okay, so I want to read the scripture to you. It's in Daniel 11 and it's 37. It says, Neither shall he regard the God of his fathers, nor the desire of women. Okay, so he won't regard the desire of women. Well, the desire of women is to have children. So it could be that he is against childbirth or that he wants to control the population. This doesn't mean that he does not desire women. He says it, he shall regard nor the desire of women. So it doesn't necessarily mean that he's homosexual. I know a lot of people say that, but it, that's not what Scripture says. So... We just okay. have to kind of take that with, mm, is that saying he's homosexual or is that saying he doesn't right. care that women desire to have children? So he could just be yeah. pro-abortion or pro-stopping people from being able to have children, like the one-child policy in China type of situation. So anyway, yeah. those are just some things to clear that up. Okay. Well, there you go, Tammy. Uh, did we cover all the names? I think we did. You did, and if I failed the test, then I'll study harder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. was testing me, Tammy, so you're good. Yeah, that was for Doug, because I, w- I wanted Doug to say emphatically that Obama was not and that Biden was not yeah. to show everyone that he is very confident that it's not going to be a It's not going to be somebody US from the born. United States. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, and Scripture says it, he will not be from the United States. Yeah. So, well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate your call. All right. Um, Doug, so another thing that the scripture is not necessarily saying there, let, let's say that it is, um, a, let's say the Antichrist is a homosexual, just hypothetically speaking. What well, doesn't say that they're going to be, uh, a, I got to watch what I say, uh, they're not going to be openly homosexual. Right. It's not going to be one of those um, um, transgender people that was on the Chipotle ad back in June. You know, it doesn't say that, so it's quite possible. <laughs> you always take us down that avenue. <laughs> you know, it's, it, that has hurt me deep. But uh, it, 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 it's it could be a homosexual. Yeah. If if it were saying that the antichrist is going to be a homosexual, it might be someone that is married with children that is homosexual secretly, or maybe even they're not like necessarily advertising they're homosexual. Right. But everyone who is associated with them knows it or whatever. So it's not necessarily saying that it's going to be, you know, one of these popular homosexuals that's paving the way for other homosexuals. Right. But it could be that they just lean that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. I, sure. I, I mean, that that could be. You're yeah. right. It doesn't say he will be homosexual. Yes. All right. Well, we are going to get to more of your calls. We'll try to get to everyone after the break. The number to join us is eight seven seven in time. Uh, 877-363-8463. Stay tuned for more. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. We want to get right back into the phone, so let's go to John in Tennessee. John, welcome to End of the Age. Well, good afternoon to both of you. Thank you. Good afternoon to you. All right. Doing good, John. Thank you. Uh, I guess my call is to sort of postulate what I believe that uh, Prince Charles might actually be. I think more along the mouth of the lion, which is the mouth of the beast. Personally, I can see him as being a spokesperson, and he seems to be getting ready to roar as the mouth of the lion. So, That's a good point, uh, John. As far as who the Antichrist is, yeah. that we're not going to know until the abomination. So That's right. Uh, it's hard to say, and... I think I would caution people against sitting down and with pencil and paper and logically trying to figure out who the Antichrist is and, you know, to assure themselves they've got it right because, truthfully, logic is an organized way of going wrong with confidence. <laughs> and I don't really think that they're going to uh, get it done that way. John, I don't know if you convinced anybody to stop doing that. <laughs> I think you're right, but that's all right. Yeah, I just push for my uh, push for my idea on that, and uh, I'm sure people will always be wondering until such time as it's, it's out there that they're going to be wondering, "Am I right? Is it this guy?" Yeah. But God has already given us a clue as to His identity. We just have to figure out how to decode it. Yeah. You know, His the name and the number of the beast is six hundred three score and six. So. Uh, we figured that out. We've got it made. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you, John. Uh, that's that's good. You make a good point about the mouth of the line. That's a very good point. Yeah, that, that's basically what Charles seems to hit. He has is more of a mouthpiece as the mouth of the lion is the mouth of the beast rather than an antichrist. Yeah. But, hey, I could be wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to know until right. we know. That's right. There so, you go. All right. So, uh appreciate the opportunity and thanks for taking my call and you two look well uh, Vince I hope you're feeling better I feel much it's better Bristol style to keep with our little British theory here <laughs> yeah so uh, I'll let you get back to the calls and have a wonderful time thanks Thank John you, God bless you alright let's go to Denise in California Denise welcome to Into the Age hi God bless you both uh, my question is that um Pastor Ivan Baxter talked about different popes who was for the um, New World Order, and I was just wondering if he had um, left anything about this current pope today. Well, the the things that he has, it's not so much about the current pope. I mean, we know a lot about this pope, and I would say probably out of all the pastors at end time, Dave has probably talked about this Pope more 
than even Pastor Baxter did. But what we know is that whoever holds the office of the Pope during the time when the Antichrist is revealed, that person is going to be the false prophet. And we know that because of Revelation 17 and we see the woman that's riding on the back of the one world government beast and all the clues fit uh, the Roman Catholic Church and, and Rome itself. And so uh, that's what we know. Now, with this particular pope, Dave has uh, done programs about this pope and the uh, articles that he's written about uh, this pope and how he ha- is very much a one-world globalist pope. I mean, he is pushing the agendas of the one-world government uh, with the announcement that he's going to be making this month with his seven-year plan to defeat the global... uh, um, What am I trying to say? Global warming, thank you. The global warming issue. We call it climate change. There you go, climate change. That's the word I was actually looking for. So when he's he's going to speak to the U.N. on this, and he's got a seven-year deal, a proposal that he's going to make to the U.N. uh, to get this where it needs to be within seven years. And so, uh, you know, he he is very much a one-worlder and and very much into everything that the global government uh, is pushing forward. He has even written articles that said we need to give them real teeth, which I referred to earlier. Yes. So there are articles out there about him. uh, But like I said, Dave has written a lot of those articles. Denise, are you on End of the Age Plus? Um, I, I believe so, yes. Okay, if you're not, I want to give you um, like a month of that or so. Uh, we have about 30 hours of content on the Pope specifically on Into the H Plus, and, and those are all videos explaining uh, details about the Pope and Bible prophecy. Seven of those hours are specifically about Pope Francis, where we go into detail about him and something that he has done that is in alignment with Bible prophecy. So um, leave your email with Mary Beth. She'll take your uh, call when we put you on hold here, and uh, we'll get you set up there if you're not already, and I'd encourage you to go there. Now, also on endtime.com, there are probably thousands of results if you search for the Pope or specifically Pope Francis of either articles that we've shared about him that relate to Bible prophecy or articles that we've written about it. So we've got lots of content. I can't say specifically uh, that Irvin Baxter... Um, well, actually, I do know that on End of the Age Plus, some of those videos are from Irvin Baxter. But as far as the articles go, I can't say specifically that he would have written them. But uh, be sure to give your email to Mary Beth, and we'll get you set up with that. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks, Denise. We appreciate your call. Also want to remind everyone that you can go to endtime.com slash antichrist and get 50 characteristics of the Antichrist, 50 prophecies about the Antichrist. So let's go to Chris in Georgia. Chris, welcome to End of the Age. Chris, are you, are you there? Can you hear me? We can hear you now. Okay, good. I'm, I'm sorry I'm driving and using my car phone. Um, I wanted to ask, y'all answered my other questions, so I wanted to ask, does the third temple have to be in place because it says holy place in the Bible and for the Antichrist to come out? Well, the scripture actually lets us know in Second Thessalonians that he's going to set in the temple and declare that he's God. And so it, it lets us know that there's going to be a temple there, but also 
Revelation 11 tells us that John was was told to measure the temple and the worshipers there and the altar. So we know that there's going to be a working temple there. And without the temple, they're not going to be able to do animal sacrifices, which is what the Antichrist is going to stop. He will stop the sacrifices and he'll set up the abomination of desolation, which is when he declares himself to be God. Oh, okay. And do y'all know how close we are for the Antichrist coming out? Well, we're at least three and a half years away because <laughs> we hadn't started that seven years yet. So as soon as we get a peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinian people and we begin to see that temple built, we're not even within that first uh, three and a half years. So we at least have that long to go. Once you see the temple okay. being built, you know we're close. Yeah. Yeah, because everybody keeps saying we're going to be gone now before everything is finished. So I, I, I always try to tell everybody, why would he finish then come back? That don't make sense. So I was like, I was kind of wondering how it was. Well, that, that's not what Urban Baxter said. Right. Yeah, he said we'd be right. here for all this. I read it. I read it in the Bible, too, and I know it doesn't say first that we're going to be gone first. But a lot of people keep saying that. So yeah. I'm like, no, nah, yeah. Well, here's one, of, here's one of the good verses for that, that 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that I talked about a while ago. If you look at that from verse 1 to verse 4, the very thing that Paul is addressing there is the coming of our Lord and our being gathered unto Him. He says that day cannot happen until the man of sin be revealed. So if you go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 1 through 4, it lets you know that Jesus, when he comes back, will be gathered to him. But that's not going to happen until the Antichrist is revealed. Okay, well, thank you for your information. And you'll have a blessed rest of the week. All right, thank, thank you, Chris. Chris. God bless you. All right, let's go to Pat in New Hampshire. Pat, welcome to Into the Age. Pat, are you there? Yes, I am. Good afternoon from New Hampshire. How are you? We're well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Good. But I was thinking about the three horns that were displaced. Weren't England, Scotland, Ireland, and Wales at one time four separate countries? And now England kind of rules the whole ball of wax? Well, I, even if it were, we're looking at a something that's going to be in the future. This is something that's coming in the future for us there. Uh, oh, it's, it's going to be after those, those other nations had already been established. Uh, the lion is England, the bear is Russia, the leopard's Germany, and then Daniel sees these ten horns. So this, this union hasn't quite happened yet. Uh, there was a time when uh, Emmanuel Macron had uh, put together what he called Coalition of the Willing, and it included uh, 10 nations at that point. We looked at that really hard because we were thinking, okay, so this Macron, he, he could actually be the Antichrist, and he's establishing a 10-nation coalition, and they're going to be a military force. It was actually going to be to defend Europe because President Trump had said he was going to pull out of NATO. Uh, but since then, they've grown to, I believe, 12 members now, and so they're no longer a 10-member coalition, but that coalition included uh, Great Britain as one of their primary military sources. And so uh, this is something we're looking to for the future and where the Antichrist will come up out of that. Okay. So 
it sounds to me that uh, you're more convinced that Macron could be. Not uh, not really convinced that he's the only one that could be at this time. He He's a good candidate. He's a very good yeah. candidate. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of things that line up with Scripture for him, but still we, we just don't know enough to say, yeah, this is our guy. Uh, but we have looked at him very hard, especially after that Ten Nation Coalition came up. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe he's alive already, but not yet in power anywhere, too. That's a possibility, yes, ma'am. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Thank you, Pat. Now, Doug, another thing that we get a lot when we start talking about the Antichrist and who it could be and all that stuff, there are so many people that say it's going to be the Pope. Yeah. What do we say to those people? Well, the Pope is is not the guy because he's going to be the false prophet. So if you look in Revelation 13, there's two beasts there. And that second beast is one that looks like a lamb. So there's a clue right there. The lamb being... Uh, a representative of the Lamb is the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. So this is going to be someone who looks like a lamb, but he speaks like the dragon. So he's going to look very religious, and he's going to speak like the dragon. Well, right now, the Pope that we have right now fits that bill perfectly. He's one of the, or not one of, but the most recognized religious figure on earth, and he looks like a lamb. Well, he's, the Pope is always that, right? For, yeah. For a long time. Yeah, he's the leader of the, mm-hmm. the Roman Catholic Church. And a lot of people, not just Roman Catholics, look to him for spiritual guidance. I mean, leaders from all over the world that are not Roman Catholic look to him. They go and visit him at his office and, and speak with him for hours at a time. Uh, our president here just did that, like Which last week. Which is Roman week. Catholic. He is Roman Catholic. But other leaders have done it. President Trump did it. Yeah. The president before Obama has met with him. So, I mean, we, we've got all the leaders. It's not just our leaders. Yeah, Joe Olstein and some other pastors have yeah. met with him for many hours. But anyway, that's how we know. The false prophet will be the second beast that's mentioned there in Revelation 13, and he will be a religious leader. All right, just so we make sure we clear this up, is Prince Charles the Antichrist? We're not saying that, but could he be? He, he could possibly be, but we're not saying that he is. So please don't say that we said that he is. All right, don't forget to go to endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. We have thousands of hours of content available for free. We'll also be right back here tomorrow for free at 3 p.m. Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.